something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted. I am Tom Holland. The power of the push-up. When I was about 14 years old, 8th grade going into ninth grade, I read in Sports Illustrated that, yes, in a magazine, <laughs> that's how old I am, just turned 50. I read in Sports Illustrated that Herschel Walker, he was a, a football player, he supposedly didn't lift weights, which I found very hard to believe, and to this day I do to some degree. But what he said he did was body weight exercises. And specifically, he said that he did 300 push-ups and 300 sit-ups every day. And I thought, why don't I try that? Now, I started by, I had been working out a little bit in the home gym. I've talked about that. Started probably a year, maybe two years earlier than that, you know, pumping the sand, as I say, because uh, the weights back then, the cheap weights were literally plastic with sand inside. So the, the plates that you put on your cheap barbell, that was made of sand. So yes, I had some old school uh, dumbbells as well, but I had some sand plates that I would pump as well, uh, doing the bench press and all that kind of stuff. So, but I thought, you know, let me try this. So obviously I wasn't doing sets of 50 to start and I would just do them throughout the day, sets of 10, sets of 15, 20, I'd start in the morning and just throughout the day I would drop and, and do some crunches or some pushups. And I really started, I think probably at the beginning of the summer of that year and the story I tell, and I've told it before uh, on other shows, is went to a pool party at the end of the summer and took off my shirt and, you know, was going through the, the testosterone was starting to kick in and all that stuff. But one of my friends looked at me and said, Holland has boobs. <laughs> and that was my chest had become so defined and I'd built up some muscle by doing just that. 
by doing push-ups, primarily push-ups. And that was the power of the push-up. I saw all the work had paid off, and I was really starting to to build up not only my chest, but shoulders and triceps. And, and I'll talk about that, uh, the different muscle groups that are worked and all of those great things. So I just tell that quick story because it, it just shows that uh, body weight exercises and simple things like that can really make a difference. And you don't need weights. You don't need expensive equipment. And like the theme I talk about frequently here on Fitness Disrupted, it's all about consistency. It's not about complicated moves. It's not about expensive supplements. It's the simple stuff done frequently that makes a difference. And I have been doing push-ups ever since. And like I said, I, I just turned 50 and I have been doing push-ups since I was 13, 14 years old. And they are so powerful. And in the next, you know, 25, 30 minutes or so, I'm going to tell you why and all the different ways you can modify them, all that kind of stuff. So they are, in my opinion, one of the most perfect exercises. And I've written about this for many years and talked about why an exercise like the push-up is so powerful and is so great for everybody. So let's take a quick break. And when I come back, I'm going to talk all about the push-up, how you modify it, why it's so valuable, and how you can and should put it into your exercise arsenal, as I call it, for the rest of your life. All right, quick break. We'll be right back. We're going to talk all about the push-up. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have a, one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back talking about the push-up. If you pushed me to choose one exercise, if you have forced me and said, "There's what's the one, your favorite, it's the push-up. It's the push-up. And I call it the perfect exercise for several reasons, okay? And let me give you, let me give you them, right? They have all the qualities that I look for in a perfect exercise, starting first and foremost with, you don't need any equipment, you don't need anything. You don't have to spend a dime to do a push-up. So right there, awesome. No equipment needed. You can do them anywhere at any time. That's what I did when I was younger. I would just do them. I would literally kind of embarrass. I, I, I would do them everywhere. I'm not even going to – I'm not going to give the deep, dirty, you know uh, – Yeah, I would just do them everywhere. I'm going to leave it at that. (laughs) Um, But that's the beauty of the exercise is you can do it on vacation, you know, in your office, in your bedroom, you know, outside. It's just awesome. So another quality of the perfect exercise, all right? And then, so important, it is a movement, an exercise that can be utilized by the beginner, the absolute beginner, all the way up to the most advanced exerciser. So you're never going to outgrow it, and you can modify it in a myriad, like infinite number of ways, and I will give you a bunch uh, at the end of the show, all right? And that's what's so powerful is that if you just start an exercise program and you're trying to build that base of strength that I frequently talk about, you can start with a push-up. So how do you do that? So many people say, well, I can't do a push-up. I start people, if you're truly, you know, uh, the upper body is, is not strong at all, you start off a wall. You know, that's often where rehabilitation starts. For the elderly, you do the push-up off the wall. So the straighter up you are, here's the first tip trick, you know, the straighter up you are, the easier it is. Okay, so you get on a wall, and I started so many clients like this when I was a a personal trainer. You start on the wall, you push, you kind of fall into the wall slowly, and then you push back off. And so over time, what you're doing is you're walking those feet farther from the wall, and that is going to increase the difficulty. So the closer you are to the wall, the easier it is. The more you walk those feet away, the closer you get to being parallel to the ground, obviously, the harder it's going to be. Okay, so that's where you start. If you're someone who says, you know, I have zero upper body strength right now, that's okay. That's where you're going to start. So the wall 
is generally where you start. Then the second place is you'd go off a bench. You know, quite often in the gym, you have a bench. You want something like that. You could use your couch. You got to be careful with things like chairs. I've, I once saw a fitness expert on TV doing a push-up on a chair that wasn't, it was just a chair in the middle of the TV studio. That can go sliding across a room. Plus your hands are going to be really close together. And I'll talk about what that means in a second. But you want something that where your hands can be generally wide, a little wider than shoulder width for the most part. And that is going to be sturdy. That isn't going to go flying across the room. All right. Then you go down and you do them on your knees. And I don't call these girl push-ups or women push-ups. That's sexist and it's not, <laughs> it's not the truth. I know many women that can do many more push-ups than many of the guys. So we call them knee push-ups. So that is a great place to start after you've done the wall if you needed to, the bench if you needed to. Now you're on your knees. Okay. Then... Obviously, the final phase or one of the final phases, because I'll give you more than that as well, is on your toes. Okay, so for many people, it's going to be knees to toes. And that's awesome. Wherever you need to start is where you start. And I did a show on ways to gauge your progress other than the scale for your exercise program. And this is one great way. How many pushups can you do? That's your exercise program. That's how you gauge your progress. Not if the scale changes. That is your diet and eating. Yes, exercise is connected. But this is a phenomenal way to kind of get motivated and excited and just gauge the progress in your exercise program. You're getting stronger. All right. So that is a great way to gauge it. And the exercise works three muscle groups, which is actually another reason it is such a powerful Movement is you're getting so much out of it. And actually, I like to throw the fourth in there, your core. Oftentimes, people will say, you know, uh, I feel it in my abs. Yes. If you think about it, what is a push-up? It's a plank that you're moving. You know, you're going up and down, but you are stabilizing yourself with your core muscles. So the push-up works your chest first and foremost. You know, you, it's a great chest exercise. And if you think about it, if you're doing a bench press, it's basically a push-up just done in a different way. And we'll talk about that too. So chest muscles, shoulder muscles, tricep muscles, and then yes, your core muscles. So it's a multi-joint, multi-muscle exercise. And that is yet another reason it is so valuable. You're getting so much out of it. And truthfully, when, when I was younger in my teenage years doing push-ups all the time, I would oftentimes, the phone would ring, and I would be in the middle of doing push-ups. I'd be out of breath because it's a little bit cardiovascular too, depending on, you know, how many you do. So it's just, I can't speak more highly <laughs> of the push-up. It is a mainstay in my program. It is one of the reasons I have maintained muscle mass for so many years. Uh, it's, it's the push-up. So many muscle groups, so easy to do anytime. I don't have to go to the gym to do them. And truthfully, that is also a movement, by the way. Yes, I'll do them at the gym sometimes if I'm there. But by and large, the advice I give, when you go to the gym, use the machines. Use all that stuff that's there. Not to say you can't do that. And if you're someone who goes to the gym frequently, well, of course, you're going you're gonna to do more stuff like that than the person who doesn't go frequently. But do the stuff at home. You can do at home that doesn't require equipment. And when you go to the gym, I encourage you to primarily Use all that stuff because it goes to the variation and the muscle confusion and keeping your body guessing and keeping your body changing, all right? 
Now, let me also say that I can't tell you how many times someone will tell me I'm doing a push-up wrong. Or they will say, you know, especially in my Nantucket camp I do every summer, and they'll say, how do I do it right? And they're talking about hand position. They're talking about elbows, like keeping the elbows tight, and then how wide or close do you put your hands? Okay, that is not right or wrong. That is just different. Is there a wrong way to do push-ups? Yeah. You know what the wrong way to do push-ups is? To make them pulses. I call them pulses. And it's generally men who are trying to do a crazy number. So rather than focus on the quality of the movement and getting the most out of it, they do pulses. So, oh, you, you want to do 50, but you're never getting full extension. You're never really engaging the muscles. And so I don't care how many I do, and I've talked about this many times, it goes for just about every exercise. I don't care how much weight I lift. I care about muscle engagement, muscle fiber recruitment, and the quality of every single repetition. Because that's if you're trying to change your body and trying to build strength, that's the way to do it. Not to use momentum and not to use bad form. So for a push-up for me, generally where people are going to start is hands a little bit wider than shoulder width apart, and then just go up and down naturally. I rarely change a client's form back in the day. I would rarely change their form because you're just going to do what goes naturally for you. And it's, it's rare other than, again, not doing full extension that... I would move a hand position. The closer your hands are, so here's what you need to know. The closer your hands are, the more triceps you're using. So it's going to be harder. That's why they call them military push-ups. If you put your hands, you know, make them like a, uh, a triangle where your thumb, I'm doing as we speak, <laughs> your thumbs are touching and your, your pointer fingers are touching. So you, you literally have like a diamond shape in the middle. That's harder because it's mostly triceps. So there you go. So the closer you bring your hands, the harder it is because you are actually taking the chest out of it as much, not completely out, but you are relying much more on your triceps. So what do you do? You mix it up. You mix it up. I mean, I generally do hands just a little wider than shoulder width apart and then up and down slowly, full extension, everybody. Okay, you guys doing those pulses. So you call it locking out, essentially, that your elbows, your arms are fully extended at the top. And then go down pretty darn far, almost till your chest is touching the ground. That's another thing. People say, well, you know, uh, I was told you, to do it right, you have to touch. People with really long arms, like, that, could be, that could be kind of impossible. So it's going up and down slowly, and I'm going to give you again that two-second, four-second general rule that I use for just about every exercise. Now, there can be variation, but the way that I get so much out of my workouts and exercises, and it includes the push-up especially, is I go down on a three- to four-second count, and I go up on a one- to two count. Most people do the exact opposite. They just drop, pulse, 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 pulse. So that's great for just the endurance capabilities of the muscle. And, and, you know, yes, you're getting something out of it. But if you want to maximize your push-up, slow it down. Do not use gravity. I'm sorry, do not use momentum. Use gravity. Slow it down. Fight the gravity. So slow, slow, slow. And... 
go and do what is natural. And if you want to vary it, you can slowly, you know, you can do one rep, walk your hands in a little bit, do another repetition, walk your hands in a little bit. I'm going to give you a bunch of different variations like that, but that is one simple way to get started, right? So think about it. If you're someone who does a chest press or a barbell press, and it is literally just flipping over and doing it without the weight, slow it down. So it is not wrong. It is different. And the number of trainers out there who say, you know, their way or the highway, this is the only way you can do a push-up, that is completely goofy and it is completely wrong. It's similar to saying like you could only grip a barbell in one position. No, you can do tricep exercises with the barbell, doing a bench press, hands really close. Okay, elbows, you know, oh, you have to have your elbows tight to your body. No, you don't. Why? Is that how you do a bench press or how you do, you know, it's just different. It's recruiting the muscle fibers differently. All right. Let's take one more quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to give you so many different variations of the push up and talk about how you should do it or when you should do it within your program, all that kind of stuff. And I know that many of you really don't like it. I should have started the show by saying that you detest push ups. Many people. But trust me, learn to enjoy them at your own. You know, you're not having a gym teacher tell you you have to do it. You're not having a coach forcing you to do it. It's on your own time, at your own pace, with no one around. Privacy of your own home. That's why I talk about working out at home being like one of the, the, that is the future of fitness. Working out at home primarily and shorter workouts. All right, quick break. We'll be right back. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back again, talking all about the push-up. You know, I, I it is right in line with everything I talk about here on Fitness Disrupted. The simplicity that so often things are made to be so complicated, and whether it's the way the the fitness person is is talking to you, using all those big terms and all stuff like that, which is completely unnecessary. And only serves to make that person feel smart. And then the exercise given to make them really complicated. When you add too much in, and I'm going to give you variations, but let it be known that I pretty much, yes, I vary my push-ups around, but I still stick to the basic push-up. That is the framework of my push-up routine. I don't make it too complicated, okay? And you shouldn't. When you take an exercise... And you add a bunch of different components into it. What you end up doing is taking the focus off of the muscles you are trying to recruit. You know, it's quite often done with abdominal exercises, you know, people doing squats and lunges with dumbbells and standing on BOSU, things like that. And there's a time and a place, of course there is. But when you're trying to build strength and that base of strength, which is so important, quite often people try to make it really complicated and and funky and trainers do it. And I get it. You know, you want to be entertained and you you want it to be fun and you want that variation and there's balance and coordination things and sports performance. I get it. Time and a place, as I keep saying, but far too often people can't do a a good push-up to begin with. And then, oh my gosh, I mean, on an Instagram, everyone's like, you know, got a hand on a medicine ball and their feet on a TRX strap and, you know, They're holding on for dear life. Now, makes for a decent video and, you know, whatever, but what's your goal? Okay, enough about that. Uh, So, like I started the show by saying, one of the reasons the push-up is such an amazing exercise and the reason that the beginner to the advanced person can do them is because you can modify them in an infinite number of ways. Infinite. And I gave you the, the progression, basically four stages, the wall, the bench, the knees, the toes. Okay, and by the way, What I used to do with clients, if you are on your knees, when you can do essentially about 10 good push-ups on your knees, then you can go to your toes. And you're probably going to do one to three. That was always my goal. One to three on your toes after you can do 10 on your knees. And what you'll find is, and do like two or three sets, one to three push-ups after you can do 10 on your knees, you're going to get strong really quickly really quickly. And again, you're working your core, you're working those three muscle groups, such a valuable movement. 
I can't stress it more highly. Okay, now here's other variations. So I told you, like, if you bring your hands closer together, more triceps, more arms. So if you say, you know what, I want to kind of focus on my arms today a little bit more, you want those triceps to be a little bit more fatigued, get your hands as close together as you can. Like, like I said, thumb to thumb and pointer finger to pointer finger. Make a little diamond shape. They call them military push-ups and do them that way. So that is one variation. Now, you can still do them. I gave you the bench as a progression, but that's also a great way to vary it up. So you can do incline and decline push-ups. So that is one way I often vary them for myself is I will do a set of regular push-ups. Then I'll do a set with the bench. So my hand's on a bench. So it is a little easier, but it's different. And I slow it down. So incline push-ups and then decline push-ups, put your feet up on the bench, hands on the floor. And that is a great three-set push-up routine. Regular push-ups, then hands on the bench, and then feet on the bench. So incline, decline, regular. Great way to vary it around. And then there's two other ways that I really, really like, and they're more advanced moves. The variation is to start utilizing your feet, okay? Changing things that you're going to do with your feet. So again, after you can do, I would say probably 20, 20 good push-ups on your toes, then you can start adding some, some more complex core type moves. And a great starting point that I use is raising and lowering a foot. So you're going to alternate raising and lowering a foot. So you're going to go down and you're going to raise your right foot. Then you can come back up and put your foot back down. And then you can go down again and raise your left foot. So you alternate raising and lowering a foot, just straight leg. So you're basically bringing that heel up towards the ceiling and just alternate. So now because you're on one toe, you are adding an element of core instability. So you're going to be recruiting more ab muscles. So that's a great one. Once you're doing 20 really good form toe push-ups, then start adding those in. But don't start those too soon. I can't stress that enough either. And then the progression from there that I love are, you can call them Spider-Man push-ups. And it's great for Tom Holland to talk about (laughs) Spider-Man push-ups, all right? So you're going to go down. There's two ways you can do this. And and I'll give you the easier, more advanced move, and then the even harder, more advanced move. So you go down in a into a push-up, and you bring your right knee towards your right elbow, okay, as you go down. Then you come back up, and you return to starting position. When you go down again, now it's left knee to left elbow, okay, in kind of a Spider-Man crouch. You're bringing that knee to your elbow, and you alternate, okay? That is much more advanced than your regular push-up, and it's even more advanced than just raising and lowering a foot, but that's the progression I want, people, Do 20 to 25, good push-ups on your toes. Then you can start adding in the raising and lowering your leg, alternating that. And then Spider-Man push-ups. So that's a great three-set progression. Regular push-ups, alternating raising and lowering a leg, and then Spider-Man push-ups, all right? Let me give you the final awesome variation. Spider-Man push-ups, but you're going to bring that knee under your body. So as you go down, you're going to kind of twist, bringing that right knee under your body towards your left arm, okay? So you're driving that knee forward, bringing it underneath your body towards the opposite arm, then go back to starting position. Go down again, and it's your left knee towards your right arm. 
And there you have it. That is all you need to know about the push-up. And if you're not doing them now and you want to dramatically improve your strength, tone your upper body, you know, add some muscle onto that upper body, arms, chest, and shoulders, and start to strengthen that core, that's the way to do it, the push-up. Now, you don't have to do them every day, and I actually don't recommend that. I don't do them every day. Here's a nice little routine. I like to do push-ups on alternating days and core exercises on alternating days at home. Okay, so that's kind of my at-home thing is do, you know, a couple sets of push-ups. And you can pick a number. You can say, I'm going to do 100 throughout the day, whatever you want to do. Or say, you know, I'm going to do three sets of 10. And that's Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then a different type of core exercise routine, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. I like one day off from everything. And there you have it. You don't have to do them. And I don't recommend doing them every day. You can if you want. They are... I don't want to muddy the waters too much, but you can if you want. But like every other exercise, your muscles need a day to recover. So I would do them on non-consecutive days, three days a week, push-ups, three sets if you want, if you want to pick a number. So it's either three sets or say, hey, I'm going to do 100, 200, 50, and break them up throughout the day. And by the way, that goes to the other thing I talk about all the time, you know, micro-workouts. You don't have to do just one workout that's an hour. You can do, this is such a great example of spreading it out throughout the day. Absolutely, okay? That is the way to do it. Push-ups. Let me give you one final one, though, fun one. I actually did this on Instagram or posted it to Instagram. When you kind of bored and you got some really good strength going with the push-up, I do sets of 10 push-ups, but a 10-second rep. So I go down on a nine count, up on a one. So that's how slowly I go down. So basically the hundred second push-up you go or push-ups, 10 repetitions, 10 seconds each. So one second on the up, nine seconds to get to the ground. So slow, really hard to do. That's a real fun way. And it's 10. It's not a hundred. And by the way, I don't recommend, I don't do any more than 50 when I'm, you know, really building up the strength. I stop at 50 personally. Now, I know people can do more and, you know, as long as you're doing great form, that's fine. But that's where I stop. All right. And there you go. Please, if you're not doing them, do them. My goal is to be doing push-ups until I can't, till the day I die. That important. All right. Functional strength and all strength is functional, but this is such an easy, great body weight exercise that will give you so much when you do them. All right, that's it. Enough is said. Uh, please, if you like the show or you know, just rate it, period. Um, and, and I've said it before, this is Fitness Disrupted. I expect to have one and two stars and five stars, nothing in between, because you're either going to go, you know, when I'm disrupting stuff, when I'm giving you the truth, that's often uncomfortable. So I get it. But please rate the show. Tell your friends. Leave some comments. I got uh, someone asked about doing a heart rate show. That's going to be one coming up very soon. So if you want certain things discussed, let me know in the comments as well. And thank you, as always, for listening. I love what I do. I've been doing it for a really long time. And I, this is what I will be doing till the day I die, along with my push-ups. All right. I am Tom Holland, exercise physiologist, author, sports nutritionist, and just someone who loves helping people look better, feel better, and live longer. Have an awesome day. Thank you for listening and believe in yourself.
Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.